This is a Voice It podcast. I'm KLG and each episode I'll bring to you different stories from business people across the UK on It's Your Business. Everyone has a story to tell. Why not voice it? Voiceitpr.com. Hello and welcome to It's Your Business. My guest in the studio today is Lydia Robinson and Lydia is a virtual assistant. Now I want to just tell you a quick funny story because when I think of virtual assistants and Lydia will be laughing at me now, I always imagine sort of an avatar on a little cloud. I have no idea why and I know this is stupid. (laughs) So I used to think, what is a virtual assistant? And that's the reason that I've got Lydia on. For anyone else who has a crazy idea of what Lydia and her other colleagues do as virtual assistants, she can hopefully clarify that. So hello, Lydia. What do you think of my version of what you do? I love the idea, the thought of us being little people up in the clouds. I really like that thought, but we're not. (laughs) unfortunately we're the ones stuck behind our computer most of the time doing the admin or anything else that businesses want to subcontract to people so a lot of people have this misconception about it that it's all admin but it's not it can be admin it can be recruitment it can be HR it can be project management it can be anything that that company wants to outsource to someone virtually how does someone know that you can do that job for them in terms of what how we market it or how how would they know to approach a VA yeah so I'm sitting for example and say I'm thinking oh I'm really busy with that part of my job or I could do with someone else to do it how do I know that a virtual assistant can do that part of the job that I want doing yeah that's a really good point and that's probably one of the hardest things that I think VAs find is how to get the clients because a lot of the time the clients don't realize they need the support of a VA Um, So it's all about getting yourself out there on LinkedIn, talking to people. I've actually become a lead VA. So not only do I do VA work for my clients, but I also have a team of associates that support me that have all different skills. And they're sometimes people that find the lead generation slightly harder. So I tend to do that for them and I do the lead generation. So it could be sending messages on LinkedIn, getting it out there that, we can help you with X, Y, and Z. Um, a lot of the time, it starts with just a chat with the client. So they're like, oh, I do need some support with this. You start talking to the client and actually like, well, actually, we can help you with this, 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 and this. Did you realise that actually it's not just one standard thing? Um, you know, a lot of VAs will, within the corporate world, have worked as a PA, for instance. So I've got a couple of lead associates that have got like 15 to 20 years experience as a really, really high executive PA. Well, they'll be perfect for anyone that wants a virtual PA and that they can just ring this person up and they're there to contact whenever they need basically right so for you to find your clients you're having business conversations like networking learning all about that person's business what problems they have in getting all of that work done I guess and you're the solution to a tiny part of that problem or lots of different parts joined together of that problem yeah exactly so um, an example was the other day I was on a call with a client and the VA that I was putting them forward to and 
I could see the realisation on his face when he realised what that VA could help him with. He had had it in his head that it was just about email management. And then he was like, oh, well, you can do PDF support as well. And you can do this and you can do that. And you could just see it ticking off in his Mm. head that, oh, I can use you for way more than I'd realised that I was going to be able to use you for. Um, And it's all about utilising that person for that hour or whatever you need per week to help support you and grow your business without having to have a headcount within a company or a business or an office or anything like that. So you can just have an hour a week? Yeah, so the minimum I tend to say is two hours a week, to be fair. So about 10 hours a month just because I think you wouldn't really see the benefit of a VA if it is just an hour here and there. It depends, I guess, what they're doing. So a lot of VAs now do a lot of social media work. um, And that obviously can probably be done in less time. I'm not one of those that necessarily enjoy that. (laughs) It's all about having those skills and utilising them. And that's what I've learned very quickly, that it's not all one uh, fits all. Um, Yeah, it's not one size fits all job. So you're the lead of other VAs so and then if someone comes to you you'll say well Joanna blogs over there is amazing at social media so I'll pass this one to her and Susie blogs over there is fantastic at recruitment so she can help you with that etc so a lot of people set up as a VA on their own what brought you to being a VA so I do it for my family because I want to show my boys, my two little boys, that mummy can do it and that it's not just daddy bringing the money in and women can work. I want them to understand that women are as, you know, strong as men and as I'm obviously a very male heavy family being two boys and my husband so before this I was working for my dad and his project management business and they just saw it as mummy's going to granddad's they didn't understand that actually mummy was working whereas now they're seeing that you know evenings I quite often have to go I just have to go do some emails and mummy's working they're seeing it now when I mentioned to them that I was coming on the podcast today and that um you know, they go up onto Spotify. My eldest one turned around to me and went, oh, mummy, you're going to be famous. And like, <laughs> just the, the pride that my two little boys have for me is what's driving me to do this. Yeah, so, so your background is project management then? Uh, well, no, it's marketing. <laughs> oh, it's a bit of a funny one. So I um, worked for Avon and Travis Perkins in the marketing department. So I was doing that for probably about 12, 13 years. And I then had my two kids and my youngest was quite poorly for his first year of life. So actually, I started working for my dad, who's in construction, and his is a project management company. And I had helped him with everything. So it's kind of like what I do now. So it was it was a mixture of recruitment. It was a mixture of social media. It was a mixture of databases uh document it's kind of what a VA does (laughs) Um, but I also learned the key skills of business and obviously I've always got my dad to hand that if I've got questions about business I always use him as a sounding board and yeah and then I left dad was meant to retire he hasn't um still and so I started doing some work for a couple of months that unfortunately didn't quite work out due to hours and that's what gave me the kickstart of I'm going to do this I've wanted for years to do my own business 
just hadn't been the right time. My youngest has only started school September, just gone. So it really was that time that, okay, I've got all day now. I've got the time to sit down and make this work. And when I started as a VA in January, I loved it. And I still love it. But my passion is business. I really enjoy the business. And I've kind of started positioning myself as a VA matchmaker now. So I pride myself that I can get a feeling of my clients and who would work well for them um, and understand what my pool of VAs are like and judge whether they would work well together. So one good example that I always like to tell my clients is I was on a call and my client is in a food and so he wanted someone that had that kind of background so I put one forward that did and one that was more in line with him and his phrases and what he was saying and Mm. my gut was this is the one you know this is the right person he came off the call with the first one with experience and he was like yeah I've asked what I needed I was like yeah but you missed some really key points there you know it's not quite doing what you wanted and he's like oh okay yeah got into the next chat and about 15 minutes in I got a message saying she's the one I was like I knew it I knew what yeah. I, was about. <laughs> I was like I knew I just felt you know I had that feeling that she was the right one okay I'm not always right no one is always right and I think it always comes down to the client having the conversation with the VA yeah. because and one thing I always say to my VAs is you're never interviewing alone you're always going to be against other VAs that I'm putting forward because the client is the one that needs the choice. It's not down to me. It's down Mm. to the client. Um, Obviously, I tend to angle one more than the other because I feel like they are the one. Yeah. Um, But the client's the one that's always got to be the one that gels correctly with the person. So you're definitely client-led and doing the best thing for your client, which is fantastic. And you're kind of the Scylla Black or Match.com for VAs. <laughs> yes. I've only recently started selling myself more as the VA matchmaker. And it's kind of one of those cheesy terms that you're like, oh, I, I suppose you can call me this. Um, but, but, no. I, but I think probably you should use that because, because it does what it says on the tin. You're it matching is. VAs correctly and and if you're not matched correctly and it doesn't work that will come back on you so you've got to get a good feel for it so why did you think that you felt you wanted to go that way because a lot of people would set up on their own and just stay on their own (laughs) yeah and I keep saying this I was like I've made this complicated for myself (laughs) because at the moment I'm in that horrible limbo of growing a business trying to get the clients but also doing my client work Whereas actually I'd hit my quota of work. And at that point, most people go, oh, perfect. I can now chill. I've got time to do my own stuff. You know, no, not me. I saw a gap in the market and realised that I had this opportunity to get the the lead gens that people weren't able to get. And I just always wanted the business. So for me, yes, I want to be able to have the time to step away and do things. but I want to also make something that my boys can one day see as a business and something we can do with it. So that is what I've done and created. I always keep joking that my husband's going to have to join the business. <laughs> He's not too keen on that one. I keep going, oh, you're my new uh, business development manager. And I keep saying to dad, you're my finance manager. You know, and I am. I'm very driven and I'm very determined to make this work. Um, I, you know, within 
what are we now six months I think I've got nearly 20 clients so I've worked really hard to develop this and I've got some really good relationships with my clients as well you know they come to me and ask me for different people and support and I love it I really love it well you can tell that you're passionate you can tell that if you took you on as a VA that you're obviously going to get a great quality service because you're clearly looking after your clients which is amazing that's what people want I didn't know you before this but I was drawn to you in some strange way as well and I asked you to come on the podcast so (laughs) you're you're obviously doing something right you're attracting clients and possible clients which is all perfect I love the way that you only started in January you've already got 20 clients which is fantastic and you've also grown already by having a pool of VAs that you lead gen for and sourcing work for other people must feel great as well because you're helping them with their little business. Yeah, and it's exactly that. I absolutely love the thrill I get when I get them a job and how excited they are. And I always joke when I have the conversations with the VAs, I'll say, oh, I'll contact you when something comes up. It might be a few weeks. And then I say to them, actually, I lie. I'll probably ring you tomorrow and say that I need some help. <laughs> um, as it always seems to be the way. Um, and I think actually it happens again this week. The next day I was like, oh, by the way, I have actually got you a job, uh, an interview to speak to a client. And um, I just, I do. I really enjoy it. And when I see people have got the right skills, they're so easy to sell. And I can easily sell my VAs. Um and it's funny, I was doing this for my dad to some extent, because uh, within construction, it's all about who you know, and they mm. quite often do networking and, and recruitment. And I just never thought I'd be doing it again. And it just makes me laugh that I've just made that full circle that I'm back doing it. But I love sending the emails out to my clients, selling why that VA will be good for them. And I'm so honest as well. So I'm honest with the VAs, I'm honest with the clients. And, you know, I'll be like, yeah, this VA is really good because of this. But you might struggle with this, but I think you could work on it because of this. So I always give them some things to work on and ideas of how it could make it better. Honestly, it sounds fantastic. I love that it's so young in business. You're so passionate. Have you come up against... Anything that you've thought, oh, I didn't realise that would be difficult when starting up a business? Because quite often when people are listening to podcasts, they're looking at, gosh, that sounds great. Gosh, I need one of those. Gosh, I could do that. Or, oh, I wonder if she went through that, that I went through, you know, imposter syndrome, any of these things. You know, when you set up in January, were you all guns blazing nine to five every day of the week? (laughs) No, so I've made mistakes already and I, it always makes me laugh to think that I've made mistakes and learned from them already so quickly. But for instance, when I first started, I had a client that was 20 hours a week. I was very lucky. Um, it came through a contact with my dad um, from business, but they were really low fee. Mm. And so I made the mistake going low and high hours. And then I really struggled to get other clients, whereas what I enjoyed was working with lots of different companies for smaller hours because the experience you get is amazing and the relationships you make with people. So I very quickly hit ahead with that and said, I can't, you know, so I had the conversation. I said, no, I I can't do it. I need to decrease the hours and increase the rate. 
they very luckily did that for me so I got them down to a good rate so that was one of the key things is getting your price right because it is so stressful if you get it wrong you put yourself in a situation where you are tied to something that you struggle to have the motivation to want to do and then the other thing is um and I always say this to VAs that have on a conversation you need to have in your head your time that you have available you don't want to go into a call with a client and say, when they say, well, what hours can you do? I don't know. It's up to you. What hours do you need? And then they say 10 hours. And you go, oh, no, actually, I can't. You, no, no. You no. need to know what your hours are. And I made the mistake because I was new. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. And I would quite often go in. And then I got myself at one point up to 30, 35 hours. That's not what I wanted to do. This And OK, yes, I am starting to do a bit more now. But I can see light at the end of the tunnel. I'm doing this for a reason. So I can go on holiday with my family and not worry about it. And I can do because it's all working in the background and people are working for me kind of idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I say to the VAs, have a set in your mind how many hours is the maximum you're willing to work. Because as soon as I set myself 25 hours and hit that and knew where I was full, the relief was amazing. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And now I see what I need to do and how I need to set it. And in terms of the motivation and imposter syndrome, yes, I have days where I'm like, how and why and how has this managed so quickly? I went to uni and did business studies and all that. So I've always had an interest in business. Um, but the motivation side is just, I've had, you know, a couple of knockbacks the last week or two. And it's hard. And But what I wasn't able to see was those knockbacks were people that had messaged me the day, the day before, um, and I'd managed to set something up and had a chat with them. They didn't go ahead. Okay, fine. The clients that I've got on a list that I am working on to get over the line have been with me for weeks going through interview stages, they're going to hire someone because of the way they're doing it and the way that, you know, they're the ones that I should be worrying about. So it's learning who and when. And I think any business that has a knockback feels the knockback. It's just how you deal with it. And mine was to realise that actually you're looking at the wrong list. You're worrying about the wrong thing. Mm. Look at that. That You know you've got seven clients in the pipeline that you were working on and have worked really hard on. Um, and they're the ones that I should be worrying about. And, and, yeah. and they're still there in that pipeline and they're still moving through the pipeline. Yeah. The others have gone. Forget yeah. them. Forget and that, all and about that's them. what I've got to learn. You know, mm. what's behind you is behind you. Um, and anything in life feels like a knockback. But, you know, for me, working on my own and working like this is amazing. And, you know, I was saying to someone the other day, in terms of mental health as well, it is so much better for me than when I was working in offices in the corporate world. Um, you know, I don't answer to anyone. It's me. I make the decisions. And when I'm worrying about how a client will react, the end of the world is, OK, if they go, they go. You know, and that and it's a really hard thing to turn in your head. Of, yeah, actually. I don't work for them <laughs> in terms of, you know, yeah. you know, it's me I work for. And yeah, it's like, hang on a minute. The reason I set up my own business to do this was to have a work life balance, to work for myself. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, th- I think it's great that you can do recruitment, admin solutions, all these different things for all these different clients and 
feel the loveliness of giving other people work. The way that you've seen the gap in the market for helping other VAs get the clients because you've realised you're really good at that and you can see the potential. And you could go on holiday and say, listen, VA1, VA2, VA3, can you do all this for me whilst I'm away? Because you've already set them up. So it's absolute genius, really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, that's the thing. I saw a problem was, well, when I go on holiday, I pay for a holiday and I'm not getting paid. (laughs) Um, And that really stressed me out. I spent a couple of weeks really stressed out because I was like, that's just not going to work for the family. How how do I make it work? And don't get me wrong, there are so many league VAs out there and it's, it's you know, it is a big thing. It's finding the right people and I like to think that I've got the people touch. I like to think that I, I you know, I like I said, I try and be as truthful as possible to my VAs and to my clients and, you know, someone spoke to me the other week and he wanted, I think it was email management or something, and he wanted to know about the revenue. He wanted, you know, I was like, a VA is not right for you. It's not a VA you want. And I said, okay, I could take this and pretend and send. No, you need an agency that will support you and be able to really support you down the route of what you yeah. need. Yes, we can do email marketing. Absolutely. Um and I, I've got clients we are doing it for and will do it for. But this situation just wasn't it because it just wasn't what he needed. He needed someone that was more built for that. Um, yeah. And, and you know, I very honestly said that to him. And he said to me, Lydia, I really appreciate your honesty. You know, yeah. and I said, I'm not going to sign you up and do all that just to do something and then for you not to be happy. And I said, I said to him, I don't want to put my VAs into the bus. I said, I'm not doing it. Absolutely. But I'm not going to send them to you and say, yeah, they can do this. They can do that. And I spoke to my VAs and they said, I totally agree with you, Lydia. We're not the right person for them. We yeah. need, they need an email. They need an agency. Um, obviously when you're first new you want all the business in the world and I definitely went through that stage for a little bit of yep 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 I'll do that I'll do that especially when I was trying to get my own business but now I realize that actually if I don't have the right people I'll either go out and try and find the right VAs and then I'll have a chat with them and see what they're like um you know I get a feeling if the VAs are not right you know I've got a couple where I spoke to I'm like it just doesn't fit the bill not quite what I'm looking for Mm -hmm. um in whole, I'd say I've probably got about 30 VAs that I've spoke to and can chat to and give a conversation to, and I'd be happy to give work to if the right thing came up. Awesome. That's brilliant. Well, I could see that you're very personable, easy to get on with. I could see <laughs> I could see me definitely working with you when I need a VA, um, which probably won't be too far in the distant <laughs> future personally as well. I'm thinking, oh, this is great. So I wish you all the best. Lydia, thank you for changing my myth. I know now that you don't sit on a cloud and you don't look like an avatar just <laughs> sitting there like I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know why this comes into my head every time someone <laughs> says virtual assistant I just can't help myself but now I've got a clear understanding I hope our listeners have got a clear understanding and if they want to contact you if they're looking for any type of virtual help how do they get in contact with you? Yeah, on LinkedIn is probably the best. If you look on LinkedIn and search for Lydia Robinson, um, it will be Lydia Robinson and then LR Apps, and that'll be how you find me. Fantastic. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'll see you next time. Voiceitpr.com. <laughs>